keep on rocking the, the free world. world. <laughs> now. I don't know if that's how it goes. That's how it goes, bro. Yeah, rim shot. No, that was a. I mean, I did the guitar. Now, now. That's a crash symbol. The crash sounded like a ride. Like like a fat hit on the ride, not where you're doing like the ting ting ting, where you're like smashing it. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. A lot of people don't know that you can do a crash on a ride. Yeah. They think the ride is just for being a bitch too, but like you can really get in there and treat it. Yeah, like it's you know, a real sturdy thing. What's dead? Oh, our light bulb. The Port light side. bulb's dead, everybody. We're gonna have to restart the podcast. <laughs> People didn't know that it was podcasting. The light bulb was off. The red light was Great. off. Redo. My brother was visiting a couple weeks ago. Okay. And we're like hanging out, and he says, Hey, Casey, have you heard that song, Rocket in the Free World? (laughs) Did you kind of like not know what he meant at first? That was what I was confused because the song came out in like what, the 80s or 70s maybe? Late 70s, early 80s, for <laughs> sure. That song's been around as long as you have. So it's confused. I was like, what? He's like, you know the song, Rockin' in the Free World? It goes, keep on rockin' in the free world. And I'm like, God. I've heard it. And then... Put the damn dog down. And then He's the getting day, comfortable. The day he left... Messaged yeah. me when he got to the airport. He's like, "Hey man, take, it's really good to see you. Keep Let on rocking. Keep on rocking the free world. Nice, <laughs> nice. Um, well, it's officially podcasting time. Yep, the weed and whiskey podcast. Yep, we've got commenced. both things: weed and whiskey, and, and Pepsi milk. And Pepsi milk. Pepsi milk. For those of you that are unaware, Dan Anderson mm-hmm. is our. On again, off again. Co- I don't want to call him a co-host. God no. He's more of like yeah. a producer, like yeah. a, like a Gelman. Producer. He's a gel. Are you a Gelman? Uh, you don't know that reference? No. He didn't watch a lot of Regis and Kathy like, Lee. Nope. Oh, Gelman was their producer. Like, I'm a book reader. Okay. I think he's kind of like Artie on Howard Stern. Artie, Artie Lang. Lang. Yeah. Like drunk sometimes all the time, he's there, and maybe he's he has not. pants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got pants today. Yay! And he's drinking a Pepsi milk because he was drunk last night. <laughs> really drunk? So I did. He, all the drugs and all the booze. Oh, <laughs> all the drugs and all the booze, ladies and gentlemen. It sucks. Don't do it. It sounds like Dan was time traveling from two weeks into my future <laughs> when I'll be at Barter Fair. <laughs> well, and the worst. Worst thing for Dan is that I beat him in cornhole. That's true. <laughs> Where were you guys cornholing? At uh, the observatory. Oh, wow, nice. Yeah. We were playing two bag because they only had two bean bags for each of us. Instead of three bag? Yeah, they were. Really... I like two bag. <laughs> I prefer two bag, honestly. But I've begun to. So uh, they play on the streets, man. Yeah. I've begun to. Uh, we have a set out at the farm that's like really janky and homemade. By the way, if you don't interject yourself into conversation. Are you even going to say that I'm here? No. Okay, fine. Hey, everybody, I'm here. 
Who's that? Brandy Rarnbottom. Ah, oh, there it goes. We would have gotten there eventually, but well, I that know was that what I was waiting for. You're sitting there stewing. I'm not stewing. I'm anyway, so we got this Beano set. Beano. <laughs> we have a set at the farm, right? And every day after lunch, we'll play one round. Mm-hmm. But I get tired of regular old Beano, so I've come up with a new competitive mode of Beano. Uh-huh. That I refer to as shotgun Beano. Okay. Where you, you throw, throw them all at the same time. Yeah. And you can either do it, everybody gets like three bags. That, that way, three people could play at once right. really easily. Not, not that they couldn't either way, but you know, like. But I like to do it shotgun, like. You could do it like shotgun twos, where everybody throws two bags, three, like you have six bags, so they throw two bags at a time. Uh-huh. And then you bring them back and, like, you know, or just do it back and forth. But dude, yeah, throw all the bags at once. Throw however many you have at once. Do you all, does everybody throw all their bags at the same time? Yes. And then... Oh, no, 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 no. Like, you take turns. <laughs> just like regular, but when maybe, you go... I thought maybe you were, like, crunched for time after your lunch break. So it was just like, we gotta get this done quick. So we just throws all their bags. No. And add up the points. It really stems from me not being overly thrilled with that oh, game. Look what I found. Oh, my gemstone! Oh, my gemstone! Yay! I've been missing it really bad. It That's you. been the whole problem. You won't believe the time. difference that it's going to make. It better. It fucking better, she says. <laughs> this could be an omen of the hey, drinking debate. Does Josh ever tell you about the farm and it sounds kind of like the beginnings of a compound? They have magic crystals and they grow weed and pretty soon they're not going to wear shoes. They're already wearing flip-flops. It's like just a couple it's just a couple stages away and there's a fence. It does kind of sound a little bit like um big love. <laughs> yeah. I I when they, but when they go it's like his brother or something that I didn't know. His mom that. still lives on like the Mormon compound. Hmm. And they go visit sometimes. I don't know, I never saw it. I heard about it. Was it good? I haven't seen the whole series. I've just seen I mean, like... Just a few episodes. A lot of sex. Yeah, that's not like the farm at all. No. I mean, well, maybe... So, <laughs> what? Your farm is like big love, but without all the love. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. weed. It's just corn, weed. It's just cornhole. weed. <laughs> and cornhole. Weed and cornhole. And a baby. Which, man, you know what's terrible is like Other employing a dude like me anywhere near a baby. <laughs> I get yelled at so you're supposed much. To be quiet. Yeah. You're around the baby. Don't scare the baby. Well, it's like and here's then, the thing: is I don't know what the baby's fucking <laughs> nap schedule is. I don't know when the baby's gonna be asleep or not. They should send you like a text message or an alert or have right a like have a fucking clock up like you're <laughs> like, taking a break like baby will be awake in two hours great no problem but shut the fuck up till 1 p.m <laughs> a flag. yeah that's oh dude a flag or like a red light on the porch or a candle in the window because <laughs> like man the other day i got into it with uh with uh, Catherine's mom yeah because the stroller was outside. <laughs> I think you told me about this. And the stroller's been outside almost since they've owned the stroller. But this time it happened to be full of a baby. <laughs> and I didn't think that it would be full of a baby because why would you just yeah. leave a stroller full of a baby outside? <laughs> I, I guess I get it now. Yeah. Like now that it's been explained to me that like sometimes the baby falls asleep in the stroller. 
then you don't want to remove it and wake it up and blah 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 but like i think people really once they have a kid like their whole ability to comprehend non-kid life yeah goes right out the window mm-hmm. right and and i'm gonna go ahead and say one thing further more controversially which is that as annoying as new moms can be I think new grandmothers are way worse. Oh, yeah. They're terrible. <laughs> like, new grandmothers are so much worse than new moms, because mm-hmm. at least new moms have an excuse. They've got mm-hmm. hormones. They might got some postpartum shit going on. Yeah. It's a huge life change. They're not sleeping. You know, they got to deal with all this nonsense. Mm-hmm. But grandma, she just over there at her house with grandpa not having sex or whatever <laughs> it is old people do. And uh, she comes on in and gets pissy about stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, it's one of these things where as soon as it happens to me, like I have a kid, I'm just going to get so put in my place. Right. Mm -hmm. About all this. (laughs) But I'm not there yet. (laughs) Well, the, the other thing is like the new grandma is not only defending, like... Defending mm. the new child, she's mm-hmm. defending the new mom too. Exactly. So she's like doubly put him down in like that mode. Yeah, yes. right. So she's just And they think they know everything. Yes. Hey why do you wanna be here or not? I said the new grandmas are a giant pain in the ass. <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. What kind of message did you get on your phone? I got a message from Sasa that said, whoops, that he was bummed he missed me when he was in town and wanted to know what I was doing. Because people like me because I'm fun. Sasa I can't say his last name. You guys can't say it? No, say it. I know you can say it. I can't remember his whole first name. I think it's Sasa Oh, I cannot do the whole first name. Sasa Atatui Michael Salatasi. The reason we can do those names is because we went to WSU. Okay. And many of the football players were Pacific Islanders. Yeah, WSU has a huge recruiting presence in American Samoa. Mm-hmm. And so, like, uh, there'd be these dudes playing D-line or linebacker for the Cougars that would have right. these huge black flowing manes and these tra- these crazy tribal tattoos and shit. And they'd yeah. be like, that's another sack for Amana Tapa Ua'a. And you're like, what the? Whoa. <laughs> that dude sounds like a sack. <laughs> like, you know, just. All right. Well, you yeah. know, not like he's a sack of crap. Right. But like, God, that a walking can't... sack machine. Yeah. That still doesn't sound good either. <laughs> he just, he's just, he won't stop teabagging everyone. <laughs> So, Brandy, hmm. how's it going? Pretty good. How about you? Super duper. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you want to talk you, about? How's, how's, uh, how's the thing going over on first? It's a so, learning experience. On, on first or at first? Well, it was it's supposed both. to be comedy uh, at first was the name of like what I was doing. Right. But it's okay. on first street. But yeah. Do you feel like... Is that something you want to talk about, that whole experience? Um, I don't want to get into the details of it because I... Well, right, you don't want to get into how the sausage is made necessarily, yeah. but let's just say that I will like... just admit that at a year and a half in, I was in no way prepared to run a room of that magnitude. 
Okay, fair. Yeah, so that's where we're at now. So we have shows for the rest of October. Right. And then I'm assuming they will approach someone with more knowledge than myself. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Dude. Yeah. I mean, it's... uh. You know, I know you got to be really careful and diplomatic about these kind of things, but uh-huh. I, in, in trying to keep with that frame of mind, uh-huh. I would say that I have been underwhelmed about promotions from the Bing in general. Oh, yeah. On everything that my friends have done there. Uh-huh. I've never... Yeah. Like the the comedy edition nights, they have a pretty big reach with their like friends of the Bing. Right, mm-hmm. and I get that. I think they ride on that quite a bit. Yeah, yeah I think they uh, do, and PBS or KPBX or whatever the public mm-hmm. radio does a lot of shit there. Yeah, yeah, and that's cool. And I I get how if you have a crowd, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, then great. But if you're offering content to a, your established clientele that's somewhat out of the window of what's normal for them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're not making a big fucking stink about it, like it's fucking cool. Yeah. Then what are they led to believe? Right. If, like it it comes across where if the venue is not passionate and excited about mm-hmm. the show then what 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 would you know motivate well, like, me as a viewer or customer uh, I think it, what I saw was like little things oh yeah like that weren't done the fact that was well like just a sandwich board on the street would have done a ton yeah to just oh, yeah. have people get in mm-hmm. right having that secondary entrance closed uh-huh. off yeah, I came into the secondary yeah. entrance first. Mm-hmm. Having the bar open would have been a, a huge thing. Right. Especially so there's like, a million little things yeah. that could have been done better. But and Hopefully mm-hmm. those lessons are learned. Yeah. For some of them. But. But it's, you know, like it's a lot to deal with. And, yeah. And I think, I think that's I, the, what I want to get to here is not how it went or what blah, 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 blah. But yeah. like, you know, one of the, one of the. The problems we face as performers, right, is mm-hmm. that we all want to do what we want to do. Uh-huh. Like we have our vision of what comedy is, and obviously mm-hmm. some of us are a little further away from the beaten path than others. Yeah. You know, some people are a little more out there, and that's cool, but when you're a little more out there, if you're not working in the conventional space, then you have to go create a space mm-hmm. for what you're doing to work. Yep. And well, then- I think that the... What is really entailed in creating a working space? I think that's deceptively. I think it's deceptively simple to get an arrangement working where you're like, "Hey, can I have a show here?" And they're like, "Yeah, cool, whatever, have a show here." Right. I was under like a much different impression. Sorry to like jump in, but I think like that kind of matters to how it ended. Is that like I didn't approach them to put on a show? Right. They approached me to make a show. So right. it's like I was under the impression that I was like making a show and providing you everything that you needed so that you could turn around and sell it to the people that were part of Friends of the Bay. I didn't know that I was expected to like set up the show, rent the space, and provide the audience. Like that was a lot to handle, especially when the show date changed two or three times like a month before it was happening. Yeah. Like how do you get that many people in a month? I mean, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm too new to do that, but... No, I mean... Well, I mean, I don't know. Casey and I did those shows at the Bartlett, and we could get about 60 people. Yeah. I mean... Uh, And that's, like, if you're pushing it Yeah, that's, like... Yeah, that's, like, if you're really the fuck out there, 
And now, admittedly, the Bartlett did what they could do in terms of promotion. Mm -hmm. uh, could they maybe have done more? Yeah, probably. But they're you know they're not going to come out and spend a ton of money on unknown entity. I get that. And yeah. that's you know that's really what it boils down to mm -hmm. is that as people that are creating these unknown products, yeah. right? It's not karaoke. It's not a cover band. It's not something that has a track record mm -hmm. that everybody knows that once you put karaoke in a bar, you fucking basically make money. Yeah. People like to get drunk and sing. It's just it's just a simple... <laughs> it's just a fucking simple formula. Not me, though. <clears throat> well, no, not Casey or I, but... Okay. <laughs> there are those who like to sing when they're drunk. And, you know... When you're talking about, like, oh, hey, we're going to have a comedy show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing when you're bringing in known entity, like, people who are, everybody knows, but when it's us local people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Papa. People don't get super jacked about it unless you Papa. really get out there and make a Still huge down, stink right? about it. Mm -hmm. And that's hard to know how to do. Like, yeah. I've been doing comedy for five years, and I still don't know 100% how to write a press release. Mm -hmm. I could write something that I'd feel comfortable appearing in a newspaper, especially a smaller newspaper. Yeah. But I'm not Phil Kopsinski, who has, you know, training and who, like, knows the business. Yeah. You know, I'm not, like, a pro. Right? Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, you know, part of what leaves me lagging behind where I, my potential could be, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Is that, like, I mean, I, uh, the hugest part of this game is not comedy. Oh, yeah, I've learned that. Like, like yeah, you um, have to be funny, but if you're decently funny, mm -hmm. like, if you're, like, on a scale of 10, if you're, like, a strong 6, mm -hmm. and you're nice, okay, that's pretty yeah. fucking good. That's going to get you pretty far. I'm it's not like, saying you're going to be, like, on Broadway doing it's sold-out like any other, It's yeah. like any other job, really. If, mm -hmm. you, if you can get it done, not necessarily well or the best... Right, but you get it done. You get it done. And, like, you're reliable. Yeah. You're That's reliable to be thing. there early slash on time. I'm really like, good at Early's that. on time and on time's late. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's true. If you can just, if you can do 40 minutes and 45 minutes or an hour material. Yeah, I'm not there yet. I know. No, I don't, I'm not saying that, like, I don't mean us. Yeah. I think Casey could stretch it out. I think I could limp it through. I could, it would be... Right. We'd be yeah. reaching the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I uh, think I yeah. could do an hour if I had a crowd that was way the fuck into it. Mm -hmm. And if you can't... Right. Which is like, I think like, doesn't even count that you can do an hour. It's just like a this weird like... <laughs> like super bottom rung ego check. Yeah. We're like, I, I could do an hour. Mm. Yeah, I totally like, could. I have a strong 17. That's where I'm coming in now. Great. You yeah. know, that's an awesome amount to have because mm -hmm. all you got to do is then slow it down a little bit. And then you got a great 20. I'm not good at that. Boom. <laughs> I'm not good. The more nervous I get, the faster I go. Right. Well, mm -hmm. don't get nervous. Okay. Suck. Yeah, right, man? Yeah. Just don't get don't nervous. Don't do that right. anymore. Pound of soda, let the sugar do the work. Well, Casey's not lying. You know, a lot of people think that Casey, you know, because he makes burritos for a living, isn't that bright of a dude. Whoa. But. Who said that? I never said no, that. No, no. Private conversation. <laughs> I did talk with somebody who said, uh, when they first met no. me, like when I first started working there. 
that they thought <laughs> they thought I was much older than I am. Okay, fair. Oh. <laughs> and he was having a conversation with someone, and they were like talking about me and how I came across as grumpy. And his line to his friends were, "Was uh, well, you'd be grumpy too if you were forty something making rolling burritos." <laughs> <laughs> How's back. it going, Jason? Are you grumpy? <laughs> and that's back when I was like. 26, 27. Yeah, dude. I love it. I love it. Well, just today I had to convince Brandy that you didn't dislike her. What? I, well, I was, didn't say I was convinced of it. I was just asking whether or not just, he liked me. Casey oh. has a demeanor where he doesn't <laughs> give it away. Okay. Okay, that's just what He's it like is. a cat. Yeah. Kind of like a cat. Very yeah. much like one, which is why he hates cats, because he doesn't have time for that horse shit. <laughs> there you go. You know what I mean? He's just like, no, we're friends or we're not. We don't have time for this. I'm no. the one who does that. <laughs> I am the ambivalent I will come one. to you if you hold your hand out long enough and touch it with my head. No, what I liked about that rep that you have is that you've never, I've never seen you be mean to anyone who didn't expressly deserve it. So not even being mean, I've seen you like I've I've seen you dish out some like deserved remarks on people. But I've never seen you yeah. be the aggressor or get in a fucking fight or any of that shit that surly asshole yeah, people do. Fuck that shit. Right. So like all Casey does to get people to think he doesn't like them is that he's not super bubbly. Yeah. yeah. He just like he's the like, is, hey, what's up? People who don't get mad, it is really scary when you actually see them. Fuck yeah, dude! I work with all the girls at the spa, and like I've never, you know, blown up mm-hmm. kind of thing. They've mm-hmm. never seen me mad. Then like, I remember the time. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But like, Dad Danny came out. Yeah, and dude. I fucking. Yeah. Took him to school, and like, <laughs> whoever left the room, all the other girls were like, "Oh my god, I've never <laughs> seen that vein." <laughs> what I love about statements like that is mm-hmm. that like people think they've seen me angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no way I can take full angry. There's no. I don't, <laughs> there's no way. There's no way. They, I would break you would in melt. half. You would ever. Like, I kind of yelled at me when I was in the bathtub, and I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> then you got kind of upset last night, very much. But then I did, or like not very much, but just enough that I had to go onto the balcony and stay out there for a little while. I can't take any type of anger, like. Oh just, man. <laughs> yeah. Right, and it's like I very rarely like lose my cool, lose my cool. I yeah. I've done it a couple times in like public, public. Yeah. Like one time at uh, Chan's when Ying was on like. Nine and a half, or I'm sorry, twelve yeah. and a half minutes, or some shit. Mm-hmm. I think she did, and she'd been lit twice. <laughs> I was just like, "What the fuck are you doing? Get off the stage!" I I stood up You're and yelled at her. In pu- Here's the thing: neither is she. Daryl's in charge. He wasn't then. Oh, who was in charge? Jamie Boyd. Okay, well, you're not in charge. I don't give a fuck. You're yelling. <laughs> okay, yeah. well then, 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 okay. Riding with him in the car is the most terrifying experience in the entire world. He's so aggressive. And this is Spokane. There's no need for what? it. Yeah. We've been there. What? Yeah, I have to ride with my eyes about? closed. Casey knows my hand, hand signals. I don't know your hand signals. I'm a terrible uh, backseat driver. Yeah. People like Josh So scary. <laughs> so you're just a bad passenger, bro. I haven't hit a moving vehicle in so long. 
moving vehicle. I haven't hit a vehicle in the streets. <laughs> God. <laughs> By the time we get... I, I, I hadn't been in an accident in so long before I hit this car in the Rosars parking lot the other day. <laughs> and I didn't even hit it with the front of my car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot that with a truck, you got to give it a little extra space before you turn. Right. And so I put basically... <laughs> where the extended cab is for the passenger, I put that into the bu- someone's bumper. Like I turned into someone's bumper oh. with the extended cab part. <laughs> right? So it would have been part of the tailgate. Or right. maybe just the tire. If I'd been really lucky, it'd just been the tire. <laughs> but I just, you know, a little fender bender kind of a... And it was a rental, so then I didn't even feel bad. Oh, yeah. Right? I was just like, oh, well, I'll pay for this. Don't worry. <laughs> You're fine. You don't give a shit. The guy was a car dealer. And then the, the what really astounded me was that the only two comments that people had were, man, I can't believe you stayed. Like two different people were like, thanks for staying, man. And I was like, what? Like, what? Like, first of all, that's just fucked up. You don't yeah. leave an accident. Right. Right? And like, second of all, people saw me. <laughs> like, where was I gonna run? Yeah. Wait, where were you at? Rosar's the, parking lot in Brown's edition. Okay. Yeah, you could have like, walked away. No, I couldn't. <laughs> left my, I can't leave my truck there. I can't walk away from my truck. Then I'm getting for sure. Just, just, just drove drove away. That one's just done. Just a, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like right after I hit it, this chick walks up to me. She's like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry, Bob." And I was like, "Yeah." It is a bummer. Mm-hmm. I feel really stupid right now. She's like, it happens. And I was like, well, I appreciate you being so sympathetic. <laughs> but that was like, at that moment, I knew I can't leave. I can't just drive away. People yeah. have seen this. <laughs> the parking lot was crowded. If I just drove away, people would be like, holy foot, what? Yeah. And I'm there every day. So then the next day when I rolled up in the same teal truck with a blue top and a giant dent in the side, I think they'd have been like, wait a a minute, wait a second. So it's like, I just like, I mean, I guess you're welcome for me staying. But like, if I could have left with no repercussions, I probably would (laughs) have. I probably would have. I mean, that's happened to my car twice, two different times. It's been run into in a parking lot and fucked up. Oh, my defender on my truck was when it was parked on a street downtown. Right. Somebody, like, Someone just fucking ran into Fucked it. up the fender and just left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> that's why the... I have one maroon and gold right, exactly. fender on a gray truck. Because I was like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, the insurance company will still just total it out. So it's yeah. like, whatever. I'll just keep. Right. I'll just pay, go give, find a thirty dollars fender. Pay me the total. <laughs> that is, it is a terrible feeling. Like if you've ever had somebody hit your car and leave, I have. It like really pissed. One like, time. Yeah, I have. Ruins your like faith in humanity for a day or two. Yeah, just like when it got stolen. Mm-hmm. I've never had that happen either. Well, you live in Brown's edition, so get strapped I in. I almost put, like, st- someone stealing your car. Maybe even below someone hitting, like, a hit and run. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because, well, if you get it back. If you get it back and it's not totally... Right. If you just... Like me, up. I just got it back, and if I yeah. hadn't have been a dumbass and left a bunch of shit in it, 
mm-hmm. I would have got it back 100% intact. Right. Other than they took, like, they took nitpicky things. Yeah. Like, they took an open bottle of antifreeze. Yeah. They took the jack and, like, jack, like, the thing that you spin the truck up with so I can't yeah. fix a flat yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. They took your, they took your briefcase man well I mean, yeah but like i mean all the camping supplies and all that that's whatever that's my fault for leaving it in there but there was just shit where you're like really you need a th- you need a bottle of brake fluid yeah what what do you need a bottle of brake fluid yeah, real for fucked up on some brake i guess you can it's made of petroleum uh i don't think mine will get stolen though because it's a piece of crap well, Those if you've noticed that my truck is... Uh... Well, no, I mean because, okay, so in my car, no. even if you have the key okay. and put it in, yeah. like just the year that it's made, there's something wrong in the wiring okay. where at this point it like trips the security and then you just have to wait 11 minutes, like exactly 11 minutes and then it'll override the system and then you can turn it on. That's but not like, going to phase the what, method. Steve, you're just going to sit there for 11 minutes trying yeah, to get the car to start? It gives them time to go through all your shit. Okay. Yeah, or it, gives them time, or it gives them time to uh, come back I've later. never yeah. lived downtown. So they can shoot up before they leave. Right. Drive off. <laughs> <laughs> I would the assume like if you're high on meth, if you try to start the car and it didn't, you would just move on. No, 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 you'd get car. really focused and you'd be like, how do oh. I fix this? Well, I don't do meth, so I don't know. Well, maybe you should. No, I'm not going to. Maybe you should walk a mile in that person's mind. Before yeah, you try to judge because them. I want to steal someone else's shitty car so I can shoot up in it. Live in the dream. You really don't shoot up meth that often. Oh. You find the I method. I don't know what you do with it. You smoke it. Okay. You find the method. Or that, snort it. Find the method that stole your car and then you steal their shoes. Right. <laughs> Only to walk a mile. <laughs> and that's not to say that you don't inject meth, but that it is to say that you you got to get pretty far down. Don't in, you lose all your teeth and pick your skin? You can lose your teeth if you smoke too much, man, mm-hmm. because it's very chemically laid, like okay. the the commercially available stuff. Black mm-hmm. market is very commercially laid or yeah. chemically laid. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Which is yet another reason why they should just fucking make it legal. And like, I'm just in favor of everything being legal. Speaking of legal things, let's talk about the let's legal things about, we're doing. Let's talk about. Let's talk about what happens when things stop being illegal. Can you pass me that soda water? And start becoming legal. Do you need more ice? I could, I could use a little more ice. All right, let me go get some ice because I'm, I'm thinking. Let me let the producer get the ice. I'm gonna. Add, thank you, thank you, Mr. Producer. I'm gonna producer, add the Schweppes Club Slo- Soda. Club Soda. Club Soda. Oh, Club Soda to my Maker's Mark, which I also have. Added uh, four shakes of Angostura bitters. Now, is Angostura the brand or the variety? That's the brand. So then do other people just mimic it? Um, because, like, I, I've seen, like, uh... Be a little louder. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was watching some videos on YouTube about making a cocktail. Um, and the guy added a dash of Angostura bitters, mm-hmm. but they were very clearly not from the stereotypical Angostura bottle. And ice. Oh. You know what I mean? And I was just maybe like... they put it in their own bottle. Yeah, maybe. Okay, I don't know. I was just like, like, whatever, man. Because Angostura makes... This, which is aromatic bitters, they do like orange bitters. Right, exactly. So they're the brand. Yeah. Right, that's what I thought. 
like, I actually prefer Pichard's bitters, but it's way more expensive. Is that the one you have at the baby bar? Yeah. Dude, Pichard's plum bitters in a vodka press mm-hmm. is like one of the best drinks. Tastes that, like bubblegum. It tastes exactly like bubblegum. Yeah. And it's the I weirdest agree. thing when you realize that commercial pink bubblegum is flavored with pink bitters or plum, like plum bitters. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. You're like, that's not the flavor that you're like, oh yeah, plum. That's what Dr. Pepper is. I thought it was prune. It's the same thing. No, it's not. A dried plum is not the same as a plum. Is a prune? What's a prune? A dried plum. Mm -hmm. The flavors are vastly different. Like a fresh plum and a prune tastes different. Mm-hmm. Grape and a raisin. Yeah, boom bow. Yeah. Right, but it's still they're all it's still prune juice. <sighs> so I'm not gonna have it's not plum juice. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I believe it's supposed to taste like prune juice. Yeah. Dr which, Pepper. Yeah. 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 Which is great. You don't like prune juice? No. I love prune juice. Oh, and I have some kind of weird bowels that don't mm. get as fucked up by it. Hmm. Like, I, I can drink a glass of prune juice, and I will use the bathroom, but I'm not going to, like, destroy it. Right. I've never had that, like, when it's, like, I was younger, and I, I was, like, I had I bought, like, three pounds of cherries at the grocery store, <laughs> and I was eating them, and my dad was, like, you eat too many of those, you're going to shit your pants. <laughs> and he was, like, yeah. fuck you. And I was, like... <laughs> I've never fucking heard that, first and foremost. And second of all, fuck you, I'm not going to shit my pants. He's like, yeah, you will, you just wait. And I ate all three pounds despite him. And I sure as hell did not shit my pants. I had no problems controlling the poop and when it wanted to go out. Everything went as scheduled. I just don't understand, like, unless you're eating, like, something that's really highly caffeinated. What? What? You're really into spite and vengeance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what Those it's all big. about, girl. I really want a betrayal garden, like, from South Park. I don't know what that means. Like, a really nice garden with a bench in it, and that's where you take people to tell them bad news. Oh. Oh, yeah, like in Game yeah. of Thrones? Like, Nana's dead. Yeah, like in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, okay get one. Mm-hmm. Betrayal garden? Yeah. Why is it betrayal to tell someone that someone's dead? It's not, but it's just like that's gonna oh, okay. be the name of the garden. And that's where I'm gonna oh, tell okay. everybody that. So I was gonna say that doesn't sound like betrayal. That sounds like <laughs> the opposite of betrayal. <laughs> no, that sounds like pretty decent. That sounds like, hey man, I got some shitty. It's just about here. the name. Because betrayal would be like you don't tell them that. Grandma's you bring dead. him over and you're like, hey, I wanted to tell you something. <laughs> Nana really loves you. <laughs> I want to tell you something. Nana died six months ago. <laughs> and I've been faking it. And I didn't, I didn't tell you time. so that I could take the, take the stuff from her will. <laughs> right. Like, that's why I've been bringing you over to this garden for the last six months to tell you about Nana. <laughs> that's, betrayal. that's betrayal. Yeah, that'd be some fucking betrayal right there. <laughs> Rekindle that relationship. <clears throat> no, let's not kindle anything. Mm. I take it back. Kindle is great. It could be the... In the Eye to eye, no. Betrayal Garden <laughs> rolls off the tongue. I mean, not as much as Lollapalooza. <laughs> <laughs> Could it be Lollapalooza? I'm not going to name my garden yeah. Lollapalooza. It's no Bumbershoot. Yeah, or Bumbershoot. <laughs> 
Call it a bumber garden. Yeah! <coughs> or call no. it a bumber shooting range. <laughs> it's America. You're conservative. Call mm-hmm. it your... Yeah. Come on, let's talk about that. I don't want to talk about that with you, Josh. Why? Because it's never fun. You don't want to talk about who you're voting for? No, and you never back down. No, why would I? Until the conversation ends in tears. Yes. And you have to go home. Well, that's because (laughs) at a certain point, all conversations with you end in tears. No, they don't. They do not. You're just a passive-aggressive bitch 90% of the time. (laughs) Josh Josh cries at the end of the (laughs) Yeah, right? I don't do it in front of her. That wouldn't be passive aggressive. <laughs> you know, I have to go and mask my feelings down. Like I clearly know when you don't want to be in my apartment. No, so you when don't. you freak out about the bed sheet, I know what that's about. And then you try to pretend like I'm crazy and I can't see it. She's gonna be the weirdest episode. <laughs> I know. I was really hoping it wouldn't go like into this part of it. <laughs> You know, I, little, like I there almost, was enough stuff to talk about in the field that yeah. I brought up. I almost I feel like I'm in a I'm a relationship counselor, right? Which I'm not qualified to be. No, I wish I don't want that to because be. I'll, that probably, require, I'll like, probably do one of the only instances of editing <laughs> in the podcast and remove that whole of section. Of course you will. Yeah, I probably will. <laughs> okay, we have a. The thing. only other time is when Tony brought chicken. <laughs> share Josh had a meltdown about it that was so awesome you don't like chicken was it the the noise that that it makes when you're eating it no it was it was partly the noise that was going to be made by eating it Uh but it was also the fact that like Greg got stoned during the during the episode so Casey and and I were sitting across from each other and Tony and Greg were sitting across from each other okay and Tony Really was convinced that the microphone wouldn't hear him whispering to Greg. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But the problem was we were using like this really elaborate condenser mic, which is very similar to what the iPhone is doing, where it, like it, it's multi-directional. It's yeah. not just pointed one direction. Right. Like mm-hmm. it gets the whole room basically. So there is no yeah. off mic to whisper. Right. Okay. So like <laughs> everything that Tony whispered came out a hundred percent perfectly crystal clear. Yeah. And then <laughs> and I knew it would. So I was getting infuriated okay. because I was like, just shut the fuck up and let us do our thing. Well the the edit was when when oh, yeah. you started to say <laughs> you said Greg, if you want the fucking chicken, just get some fucking chicken. You don't have to talk about it. Yeah, man. Just if you want some fucking chicken, just go get some fucking chicken. Oh, that podcast was uh, about a year ago. I put a post up on Facebook last week because I had a memory. It was like, hey, remember a year ago when you yelled at these people? And I was like, fuck yeah, I do. You don't fucking bring dinner to a goddamn podcast. Unless the podcast is called ASMR Jerk Off to Eating Food. Yeah. Do you know what ASMR is? I have no idea. American Society of... Say it. Of Manic... Uh... (laughs) No, but that's good. No, uh... It's like a weird thing where you get like a, some kind of weird pseudo-sexual stimulation from hearing oh like from hearing people talk quietly enough that you can hear various moistures in their mouth as 
That's like, disgusting. It's like super it. fucking gross, and <laughs> I gross. want no part of it. <laughs> but apparently, for people that it works on, like it makes their brain tingle. And like a weird, like pseudo sexual, like you're mm-hmm. kind of like, I don't know if I should have an erection or if that's not appropriate or <laughs> I don't really know how I should feel. It's like the first yeah. time when you're watching porn and there's like way too many dudes in a scene and you're like, I don't, I don't know how I should feel about this because there's just a lot of wieners in this scene and I'm not here for the wieners, I'm here for the chick, but... Back in the day, you couldn't be as choosy as you are now. Like mm-hmm. nowadays, you could just right. whatever. But if back in the day, dial-up the internet. Yeah. You, if you were loading a video of pornography, that meant that you knew you had a half an hour where your parents weren't going to be there to see what you were doing, mm-hmm. and then like two to five minutes of jerking off that they weren't going to be able to see as well. Mm-hmm. So you basically knew your parents weren't going to be home for three quarters of an hour. Mm-hmm. We yeah. didn't have a computer until I was seventeen. How? We, I don't know. I was how did raised you, how did really you do weird stuff. Time. I didn't. I you weren't raised at a weird time. You were raised at the same time we were. Same no. time. But you know, my parents did not choose to participate. Oh, that's that, that's crazy to me, man. So did you guys mm-hmm. start out with like a 486? I just remember the first one was <laughs> humongous. Mm-hmm. That is what she said. Yeah, it was just but a gigantic cha- computer. Gigantic computer. Um. Today we're smoking. Yeah, there you go. Lilac City Gardens Orange Blossom, which is pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Here's my problem. <laughs> like, if we're gonna get down to the nitty gritty, is that it looks super good, and it doesn't mm-hmm. have a bouquet. That matches its appearance. And I could smell it. Right, you can smell it. Uh huh. But it doesn't smell. Casey is not a stoner, okay. right? So Casey, smell this weed, and tell me what you think of how it smells, and if you're impressed by its bouquet. Can I just judge it by the label? Yeah. I do. It has a cute crow on it. Mm. No, I'm not. Right. Now here's some other weed. Some more weed. And tell me if you're how do you feel about that? That's a lot nicer. Okay. I yeah. prefer the high of this one. Right. Orange blossom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The high of it is great. Mm-hmm. And it's super crystally and it's yeah. well manicured. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and <coughs> Um, it was harvested on, uh, when was it? 624? So it's like, that's probably why. Mm-hmm. It's a little old. It's not like old, old. It's just a little bit old. You yeah. know what I mean? But the problem that I have with that not being pungent is mm-hmm. that part of why you're smoking whole flower cannabis mm-hmm. is for the total chemical interaction like you can you can vaporize and get way fewer cannabinoids you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and various plant and wood esters and fewer terpenes and all that or you could cook it or whatever but like or you could smoke like concentrates if you were just trying to get fucked up 
Right. But part of smoking flour is getting the whole delivery package. Right. And if the plant doesn't have the smell it's supposed to have, that means certain chemicals aren't present or are present in really low levels. And those chemicals yeah. not being present in the adequate level means that the high that you enjoy of that weed is not truly indicative of what that high is like. So mm -hmm. if you were to smoke some of that weed that was like really good genetics and super well grown mm -hmm. and properly cured and all that, because that looks like really good weed. It's really crispy and it's, it gets you high, mm -hmm. but maybe it just wasn't cured correctly. I don't, I don't know. And I don't want to talk shit because it's pretty good weed, especially as far as the commercial weed goes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it just doesn't have the bouquet that it should have. And that's a bummer to me. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not... Like, if that's your only complaint, though, with the weed, like... That it don't smell. Yeah. Then I think you're doing pretty good. Yeah. I enjoy it. At least on a national level. Mm -hmm. Like, most people still get bad weed. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's one of the most depressing parts of this country. <laughs> like, um, okay, so in one of my favorite things ever on Reddit... Mm -hmm. um, if you go to reddit.com backslash r backslash trees, that's the weed subreddit. And if you want to go talk about actual trees, you have to go to reddit.com backslash r slash marijuana enthusiasts. <laughs> so like the marijuana enthusiast subreddit is where you go to actually talk about trees. Mm -hmm. And every now and then someone will post a picture on trees that's like, hey, um, my willow has got some kind of weird mold or fungus growth on it. Yeah, I don't know what to do. And we'll just make so much fun of them, but in like a loving way. <laughs> that makes me want to get on Reddit. I love but to the marijuana enthusiast one. Yeah, exactly. Actually, dude, that's like so. Truce. Like, I mean, not to like shill for them, but that's a good. It's still a pretty decent website. It's just a big forum. It's getting increasingly popular and thus, like, getting weird. Right. You know what I mean? Now now big companies really, really know about it to the point where, like, they'll have, they'll hire a PR company to, like, make fake accounts mm -hmm. to, like, leave positive comments on fucking articles and shit, <laughs> which they do everywhere, but now it's infected yeah. everywhere. Like, it's just, yeah. you can't. Right. The one beauty part of Reddit, which is also its, like, downfall is that it has like this really manic investigative nature of its user base. So like when people do shill, they usually get shown out. Like it usually comes out right away that they're shilling. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, sometimes people who don't need to be fucking on blast because they didn't do anything wrong <laughs> will get totally put on blast because someone's like, that guy said something mean. And it's like, oh, well, fuck you, Brian. I hurt my yeah! <laughs> It's like, you know, it's the internet, man. I think, yeah. like, if you wanted to know how to fix toxic internet culture, is the easiest thing in the world. No more anonymous IDs on anything. I agree. You can have, you can have your username, like your profile name, uh -huh. which is your avatar. Like, fine, go ahead, right? But every post will have a photo of you. Yes. And when you go online to your avatar, like, there will be a way to... There's no getting away from it. If you... Every comment can be traced back. Right. Like, fucking... I don't know how to do it. That The problem with that, then, is that... Then you'd need to make it so people can only have one internet identity. 
-hmm. And that brings up a whole other mm -hmm. slew of what ethical... What would Kim come do all day? <laughs> How many does he have? I think I'm friends with him four times. Why? I don't know. He has multiple profiles. Yeah, so... If it's Ken, why do you need to follow Maybe his dog? Maybe it's different personalities. It's not. It's a guy who has free time, who's like, this is what I want to do with my free time. Just make profiles? Yeah, man. A lot of people do that. I mean, he's not the only person with multiple profiles. I know. I just don't know why. I don't know either. But I don't worry about why. Mm. I'm just like, that's what Ken likes to do. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Because every now and then, what he and I like to do totally overlaps. What do you like to do? I like comic books. Okay. And Ken likes comic books. Ken likes them more than I do. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, every now and then, Ken will be selling comic books for, like, four or five bucks or something. Mm -hmm. And not all of them, but some of them look really fucking appealing. You know, like, oh, sweet. Like, the other day, he sold me this, like, when I was young... I got this two-pack Batman and Spawn mm -hmm. thing where, like, one was drawn by the Batman guys and one was drawn by the Spawn guys. Mm -hmm. But they were both crossovers, right? And the Batman one was, like, super fucking lame. Yeah. It just, it just, it was not, it didn't take advantage of Spawn in the correct way. Uh-huh. Whereas the Spawn one was like, oh, yeah, you're the Dark Knight. You're the nitty, dirty, gritty, like, fucking beats the fuck out of people but never kills them. Just makes it so they can't walk ever again. Mm -hmm. Right. You're that dude. And so they were like, perfect, let's bring him in. And they made Batman, like, really fucking brutal and edgy. Like, he can be in the Dark Knight iterations of Batman. Mm -hmm. And it was great. And of the two of them, I lost the good one. And I still have the shitty one to this day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that I bought off Ken for five bucks. Isn't the Spawn guy from here or something? I thought he was. He went to college here. I, thought, I think he must have went to college here because yeah. he's not from here. I looked it up. I think he's from Canada. He is from Canada. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> that was one of the things that was stolen out of my truck as well. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah. Oh, dude, you know I got super bummed because the other day I realized they I had my fucking winter coat in there. <laughs> I don't have a winter coat. I have like old winter coats from when I was like fatter. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing worse than like having clothes from when you were your fattest that are all stretched out to accommodate you at your biggest, mm -hmm. and then you're not that big anymore, and you're right. like. Shouldn't the waist of that just go straight down instead of like looking at some kind of weird slope? And you're like, oh yeah, I used to weigh 40 pounds more. <laughs> or whatever. Mm -hmm. Not quite 40 for me, but we'll get there. The thing I like about being a giant dude is I can lose all this weight and basically nothing has changed about how I look. <laughs> like I don't have as pronounced of a double chin. And I think that's about it for how I look now that I lost the weight. Yeah, that's good. Oh, it's super great because yeah. I hate, like, <laughs> hate, hate, hate having a double chin. Like, like a really pronounced, like... Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Pat Oswalt did? Like your jowls. He, he talks about how you can, like, hear... When a person's fat enough, you can hear it and how they talk. <laughs> the way they say B words. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like their jowls just... Bleh. Getting fat is my retirement plan. No. Yeah. Hmm. Just why? Get morbidly obese and then. What's the point of that? Skinny men for money. Wait, you're gonna. 
to your retirement plan, like that's how you plan to fund your retirement, mm-hmm. or that's what you're gonna do when you're retired. To get so fat that people want to pay me to sit on them. I you don't even that. have to that's be a that thing fat. Online. Yeah, to be a squisher. Mm-hmm. I want to be a squisher. Okay, be a squisher. <laughs> I want a little Shit. Miss Sunshine out. Okay. I want to wait until whoever I'm with dies and then start doing heroin. all the drugs you can. <laughs> no, heroin. Heroin <laughs> specifically. Because yeah. I'm not doing heroin. Carry around a fanny pack. Yeah, I'm not doing heroin before I'm like at the end of my line, right? But mm-hmm. I get it. I'm some kind of you know malcontent or whatever. And I saw train spotting and I was like, fuck, I want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do the whole every every part of it, but like when they're showing heroin when they when it's good for them, I was like, oh, what? <laughs> I want to do that. I want to fall backwards into the floor and not move and feel like I'm having a ten minute orgasm. That sounds awful. What? Mm, a ten minute orgasm? Just a no, 10 but without orgasm. but without the mess. Like yeah, just on the floor. <laughs> Yeah, because you can't move because you're blissed yeah, out. You're like, oh, it's like it's like it's like you have a bacon IV. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> a bacon IV? Yeah. How does that work? I guess that wouldn't work because like the point of bacon is tasting like it. The, okay. Right. Yeah, I would just I would just. Clock yeah, you're like. I meant like a more. If you have IV. if you have a bacon huh? if you have a bacon IV you're just like fast tracking to the negative part of. Eating yeah. Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to taste it, but I really, I really want to. I really die. want all this cholesterol and salt in my in my bloodstream. Hey man, hey man, <laughs> testosterone is produced from cholesterol. So no, I told, I taught you that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you did, or Cyrus did, but one of you did. <laughs> I love it because it. I was like. Good. Eating avocados was the right thing. Yeah. That's a tip, bros. That's a tip. If you get a little low in the libido, right? You start eating an avocado a day. But I'm serious. But an avocado part of that, a day. Part of that is though the And also beat off in the shower. Casey's right. Yeah. Beat off in the shower, well, but eat a whole avocado. Close. I was gonna say you have to match it with like the amount of the level of physical activity that that would use uh, yeah. would force your body to use that avocado. Oh, no, that's to, not hard to do. Like you have to, you have to use do, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But all you gotta do, all you gotta do is like uh, switch your body into a ketogenic mode. Hmm. Yeah. Right. I don't have to do anything, and I want to have sex all the time. Well, that's because you're a woman in her late twenties. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty that, sweet time. For hashtag me. peaking. Yeah, right. <laughs> Enjoy it now because it goes downhill. Well, for most of us. Right. Well, you know what I mean. Like, okay, Casey, apparently not. Mm-hmm. Me, still, I still got the drive. Do you the same drive though? Mm, probably a little less. It's, I, like, it's so much less for me. Like, I'm not as like. And by that I mean like, here's how I know it's so much less. I just won't. My dick and my brain are on the same page. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I cannot put up with a girl that I don't, I'm not into, just to oh. get laid. And when I was younger, I could push through that, man. Not mm. as much as most dudes that I knew. Like, a lot of dudes I knew were like, like, could apparently sit at a bar and just be bored to tears by a woman for hours. 
if they oh. knew that they were getting in. I don't think I've ever... I just can't imagine that. Uh, I guess I had... There were a couple times. <laughs> right, when you were younger. Like, when we were at our peak, probably in our like late 20s, early 20s, late teens. You know, when dudes are like, bruh, bruh, seed must go everywhere. <laughs> must copy and paste. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just called it paste. <laughs> Gross. I thought you meant paste like P-A-C-E-D. Yeah, copy paste and it. paste, dude. <laughs> paste it out. Don't don't overextend yourself. Go nice and slow. Mm-hmm. That's something I've learned to do with age. Let's <laughs> go nice and slow. Yeah, I mean it didn't take long to learn it, but it took me a long time to learn it. Cause I was like, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to orgasm, right? Okay, perfect. So, so it's a race, right? <laughs> right. Well, but here's the thing. I always would like try to. You got to get the chick one first. I agree. Right. Yeah. And then it doesn't matter, in my opinion, what you do. Then if you can do more, that's icing on the cake. But mm-hmm. as long as everybody's right. getting equal pay, so to speak, for equal work. <laughs> right. But if you're. No, like, yeah, if you want to make an impression, then yeah, like, draw it no, out. No, I'm not even saying that. I'm saying... What are you saying, Casey? That an orgasm is nice yes. when you make it happen fast, but it's way better if you, like, draw it out a little. I don't agree with that. Or, okay, maybe okay. a little, but I don't think I'm it's... I'm not talking, like, like, an hour. I'm yeah, okay, like, good. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, dude... <laughs> I just don't get why I'm like I'm not tantric, okay? Yeah. Like I can't eight be... to ten minutes is fine. I agree. I agree. <laughs> what are you like, doing <laughs> for more than ten minutes of vaginal yeah. penetrative intercourse? If it's longer than that, we're drunk. Or... Right? Or I'm on Molly. Yeah, or Coke. You've done a chemical, and your orgasm thing has been like desensitized yeah. because you're so up. I mean, uh-huh. it's still like. Could still be really fun. Oh, it's it's incredibly drop, but. fun, but it's like a race where the finish line just keeps running away from you. You're like, get get no no no, can't keep breathing like this. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna lose all this momentum. No. And then you do come, and it's like the most pathetic limp noodle ejaculate that you're like you're just like why. I wasted all this energy for that. Like, that much energy when you're not high on Coke or Molly, uh-huh. you would come a fountain. <laughs> like, the chick would be propelled off of you. Mm. That's ambitious. No, wow. it's not. But on those <laughs> drugs, the amount of effort it takes to get, like, like when your faucet is leaking and you rank it really hard on clothes and it still, like, dribbles such slow. It's like... Okay. That's like what it, you get out of it. When you do high like, on drugs? Yeah, and you do like 30 minutes of intense physical activity to get that one okay. little drip. Got it. The worst sex I ever had was like when he, there was this guy and like the sweat was just like dripping off of his forehead, like into my eyes. It was so terrible. Gross. <laughs> Not into sweat. And I definitely don't want to drip to my eyes. Well, on that note, uh, <laughs> Randy, you got anything you want to talk about coming up? Uh, yes. I, so there's a show on Thursday oh, oh. at the Ellis Supper Club, Three Gingers and an Extra. 
Um, yes. Guess who's on it? Guess who's on that show? Yeah. I, we'll find out in a second, won't it's we? It's going to be me and Casey, Folger Emerson, and um, Lucas Prom. Man, I almost just forgot Lucas, that was in terrible. Lucas Pram. Yeah. Um, I like Lucas Pram. You can buy the tickets now through Vendini for 10 bucks. So twelve fifty at the door. Nice. It's going to be exciting. Sweet. Yay. Oh, hosted by Kim McCom. Nice. Anything else you got? Uh, and then there's going to be a roast show later in October. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, any social media places people can find no, you? No, I prefer to like remain a secret. Wait, well, are we roasting Ken McComb again there? Yeah, no, are we roasting Ken McComb? It's going to be a roast battle between, between me and Greg. Oh, yeah, her really and Greg is the that. main hey. dish. We're finally going to get that out there. Yeah. Yeah. Then you guys will have sex afterwards and no, everything will be okay. It's totally good. Tamara and I have already talked about it. No. It's totally fine. No, 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 <laughs> She no. and I have already talked about it. We've got you a room at the Ruby too because I know <laughs> oh you love that God. one the most. <laughs> it's nothing like good makeup sex. Right? You know? Exactly. <laughs> Where you're wearing really great makeup while you have sex. <laughs> yeah. It's my favorite. Clown makeup? Mm, I guess. <laughs> So you don't but want yeah. people to be able to find your comedy at all? No. I'm just... You just want to like do phantom. it secretly. I just want to do it secretly. I... All right, cool. Well, pay attention <laughs> all outer on all the stuff. <laughs> Burp. Is that all you got? That is all I have for now. Cool. Yeah. What you got, Casey? Um, well, I'll be at that show at Ella's Supper Club. What? Yeah. On the 13th. Mm-hmm. Say what? It's a Thursday night. Uh, you guys should come watch it. Because it'll be cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fun. Uh, I'll be there, maybe. <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm going to rally some troops. To Me come too. Out, come out and see that. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? I'm laughing at her saying she's going to rally up some troops. Yeah, I know a couple people. Oh. Like two. Oh, okay, yeah. Just Alex and Aaron. Right, well, they were going to be there anyway. <laughs> Get Rachel to come. Oh, yeah, she said she was going to come and bring her sister. That's four. Casey's going to bring at least four. Mm-hmm. I yep. may be there. That's almost ten people. <laughs> and hopefully Jerry Dicker will do the thing he did where he comes in... And he's sitting there for the features set, but then he just walk. He gets up very visibly and walks out <laughs> in the middle of the feature set, only to return at the last two minutes of the feature set. Yeah. <laughs> so there's always that to look forward to. It's, it's all a learning experience. Um, I'll also be hosting at the Bartlett. Yeah, yeah. On the nineteenth of October. Yeah, it's yeah. a Wednesday night. It's when LOL Wednesdays. Lols. I'll be hosting uh, with Josh Tiford, Mika Laman, and is, is Folger on it? It is Folger. Folger Emerson. Look at him having a month. We can get tickets at the Bartlett's website, thebartlettspokane.com. Uh, or just show up. It's cheap. It's like it's pretty cheap. Yeah. Just show up. Don't be a, don't be a dirtbag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't promise to me over this recording. <laughs> privately in your own room that you're going to cover and then not come. Right, because we can tell. <laughs> Our ears burn just like anybody else's. Why are um, you smoking that same used up ass bowl of weed? I've had alcohol now, so I'm no longer like fully. <laughs> can 
pussy. And then I I'll... can't handle liquor. <laughs> no, she likes liquor. It's uh, poker she doesn't <laughs> like. I'll also be at the Ella's Supper Club again on, I believe it's the 21st. Maybe What's that it's now? the 20th, but it's real, real comedy horror edition. Horror edition? Horror? Oh. I'm excited for that. Horror? I don't. I liked it when it was horror edition. <laughs> not more. Not horror like more yeah. horror. Horror yeah, edition. Like horror. No, I don't. I'm not going to that. It's gonna be fun. We'll go to that. I would go if it was horror edition. We got some real, got some real fun stuff coming down the pipe for that. I bet you do. <laughs> for the horror edition. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll go to that. Yeah. It's like Steve Johnson's and that. Tom Meisfeld. Yeah. Eric Beachler, the whole the whole gang. The whole gang's the whole all gang's there, guys. There. The gang's all there. Uh, and uh, I'll be uh, and I'll be hosting uh, <laughs> And I'll be hosting at the Spokane Comedy Club. Oh uh, wow. November third through the sixth. Casey's on yeah, fire. He's on fire. Uh, the headliner for three of those days is Tony Hinchcliffe, who's very nice. funny. He is quite funny. He's got a Netflix special that you can check out ahead of time. And I believe Corey Michaelis is the headliner that Sunday. I believe he is. The dude from... Corey Michaelis. Everett Washington. He a teacher. He he teaches. He a teacher. Uh, That's all I got, though. Tomato soup Come to defy yourself. Yeah, yeah. What day is that? Every Thursday at 10 p.m. at Nito Burrito. What? you got josh you can follow casey on twitter at, at casey <laughs> underscore strain and if you want to write him an email and he'll hear about it send it to weed and whiskey spokane at gmail.com we get any emails nope trust me i check it <laughs> i would settle for a fucking comment on the podcast website yeah, but that hasn't happened since Charles did it like months ago, <laughs> and I ain't seen him in months. <laughs> uh, so you never know. Um, well, tonight I'm gonna be in the drinking debate uh, uh, on Team Human Garbage, garbage. which is apparently its original iteration. But I smoked too much weed to remember that. Hence, so hence the name, right? So spot on, Steve. And uh, that's going to be fun. And you found that crystal. Yeah, your special stone. Your stone. The magic oh, rock. Dan found one of my crystals, which I was really bummed about that I was missing it because I don't know how I left it here. Could be an omen for how the debate's going to go. Uh, good omen. You know, and I like that thought. <laughs> but what I, what I want, what I choose to take from that is that the universe was like, look, man, this dude can't actually hack it without a smoky quartz. (laughs) He kind of needs the help. (laughs) Like, we gave him, like, a week off to see if he could, like, be cool and fucking calm it down. But, no, he was very aggressive still. (laughs) Still quite on edge. You know what I mean? So... We're going to give him back the smoky quartz and keep it pumping the negativity out of his life until he can learn how to maybe be a calmer dude. <laughs> but today is clearly not that day, so let's just get that shit back into his hands. Yeah, he hasn't learned about the deep breaths. Right. <laughs> right. So that's what I take out of that. 
Um, so, boy, they got the drinking debate tonight. And then in a week, mm-hmm. I'll be on the dope show. The dope show. The dope show. <laughs> which is uh, produced by my college friend and also a guy that Casey went to school with, even though Casey, he and I didn't know each other. Yeah. I knew him, but we didn't know Casey at all. Right. Okay. Uh, like there's like 30,000 people at that school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not quite that many, but yeah. yes, I know. I'm <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fucking people, so it's hard to know everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I have more of this? Nope. Why? Just wait. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Try to tell uh, me today to wait to get a dog. Just wait. <laughs> I'm going to drink as much whiskey as I want and get five dogs. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Just let me finish what I'm doing first. <laughs> um, so that'll be the 16th. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. That's with Susan Jones and J.R. Berard. Yeah. And I'm really stoked about that because I haven't had a chance to meet Susan in like a one-on-one. Yeah. And I've heard a lot of like really good and cool stuff about her. So I'm yeah. excited to have a chance to meet her and do a show with her. Yeah. And hopefully I can bring my A games. You know what I mean? Because she's a good person to impress. Yeah. And then JR also went to school with us. He was in the same fraternity as Tyler and started doing comedy a little before Tyler and was kind of one of the catalysts for Tyler to do comedy as far as I understand it. Cool. So I'm really stoked for that. And then, you know, on the 19th, I'll be at LOL Wednesdays. Oh, At the Barley, which I'm really jazzed about. And then... After that, that weekend, I'll be at Barter Fair up in Tenasket, and I'm going to be doing an open mic there, because my friend Sabrina is being in a giant army tent and a PA system. And she's like, I want to do an open mic at Barter Fair, and I was like, don't worry, girl, I got it. I will tell jokes at Barter Fair. (laughs) Dude, we told jokes at the music festival, and it it went great. So I think that'll be great. And uh, you can follow me... I'm slowly phasing in the my name things. So like at Josh Tford on Twitter and I have a Josh Tford page on Facebook for my comedy, but I don't really do anything with either of those. So as per usual it's at Shim Shammy. S H I M S H A M M I E. That's my Instagram, Twitter. Uh it's my Steam account because I don't play World of Warcraft anymore. I'm just on that uh, Counter-Strike right now. Although I did play some Rocket League today, which Rocket League is a great distraction. And uh, make sure to pay attention as Team Liquid represents the U.S. at the Intel Extreme Masters in uh, Oakland on November 19th to the 21st. And no one knows what that means. So great. (laughs) So great. Dan? Sure. What's up? Yo, I got an art installation up at the Baby Bar. There we go. All month. Yep. Philosophart. Okay. Dan, come back. Huh? Dan, come back. I want you to smell this weed, Dan. Okay. Tell me how you think it smells. Just smells. It's always kind of shitty. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. This starts out like a magic trick. Smell this. Now smell this weed. (laughs) And tell me how you think it smells. Uh, Bomb. Okay. Smells really good. Now, now look at this weed. Okay. That you smelled first and said was shitty. Go look at it in the light. 
And, and tell me, doesn't it look pretty fucking... Doesn't it look pretty good, though? Oh, it looks really pretty. Right? It smells it, a little beastery. Yeah, it smells beastery, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Which is looks. fucking weird. Because yeah, it, it looks, looks incredible. God, just chasing. We get it, but it's beasters. <laughs> fucking beasters. And if you don't know what beasters are, then you didn't smoke weed when we did. Okay. <laughs> Dan, anything else? Keep on rocking in the free world. Hey guys, keep, keep on, on rocking the free world. Shout out to my brother.